We should put on our headphones. Like, because it started, we probably should hear what we're saying to the uh, the Mm -hmm. audience. Mainly because the guys are back in the city. (laughs) Guys are back in the city. You yes. may you may be hearing that that uh, those words those lyrics and be like, thinking, Why, where do I know that? Where have where, I heard where, that? Where have I heard this song that it's impossible that I've ever heard it before? Unless we've sang it on the podcast, which since we may have because we love it. 1832. Yeah, uh, 1823. I'm so sorry. I shaved hey. off shaved off a solid nine don't, years don't off of our sell history. Us short. I apologize, Jacob. We did not fight <laughs> in the Revolutionary War. You're right. The War of 1812. You're right. The Spanish-American War. Mm-hmm. The Civil War. Mm-hmm. The World World War One. Uh-huh. World War Two. Korea. Korea. Yes. Viet- Vietnam. Vietnam. Uh, Panama. Yes. Um, Iraq twice. Yes. Afghanistan. Yes. And now currently in Ukraine. We did not fight in those wars. For people to <laughs> sell us short a by, few years. By nine years. On our, on our thing. That's we did true. not. We didn't. We did not fight, fight in, in those, those wars. wars for you to sell us short. We didn't do it. We didn't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> not any of them. Not a single one. Oh, I love that so much. That needs to be a scene in something where a guy says that entire speech and yeah. then the kid's like, you did it. And he's like, that's what I that's, just I told you. I, did, I We did, didn't fight yeah. in those so the guys are back. I missed back. probably a couple wars there, but no, I think no, I was pretty, I, you know, pretty I, well, Look, I got to say, well from a history standpoint, I think you covered the big ones. Yeah, the ones you covered matter, the big ones. You know? The ones that yeah. matter. There's some yeah. folks in Texas who are probably upset. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> there are a few that you missed yeah. that are important to them. Yeah. But the guys are back in the city is um, our variation on boys are back in town. Yes. <laughs> well, the boys are back in, in town. This, no, it's it's a it's a the boys are back in town. The oh, boys are back in yeah, town. Right. Yeah. So, but no, no. There's no, another. There's, there's a, a there's the the uh, the the forty eight hours when they come right, back for right. another forty eight hours. So that's probably how we landed mm-hmm, on this whole mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes. I don't know the lyrics are to that one. I think it's the same lyrics, man. Is it? I think so. <laughs> well, the boys are back in. I think it's the same lyrics. We've got to. We've got to find out because here's the story is we were going to make another good cops and I, our web series, if you're new to the show, we made a web series quite some time ago and we, and I am a little obsessed with somehow finding a way to put the boys are back in town. That song, the boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Mainly because it has this solo section in the beginning, in the middle that goes, boot it a bit up, boot it a bit up, boot it a bit up, boot it a bit And that was from, that was from Beverly Hills Cop 2? I think so. I think so. What's hilarious to me is there's two different Eddie Murphy movies where they have the same Totally. And so they were like, he was like, I like these songs. I was like, just put them in two movies. So I wanted to use the song so bad in Good Cops and I was pitching it and I was singing it and whatever. And, and, and Noel and Clayton had to say, the song rights are always going to be a problem. And so Tim, our glorious sound man who we've talked about, uh, a musician composer Mm -hmm. who we worked with a million times, we were like, well, we'll just have Tim write our own version. And it was... The guys are back in the city. <laughs> it was a classic. It's so good because you can't do the you know the you boys can't are do back the in town. Back in town. No. You can't either version, either no. the uh, Beverly Hills Cop version or Forty Eight Hours or yeah. whichever Eddie Murphy movie you're yeah. talking about. Pick an Eddie Murphy movie. Pick an Eddie Murphy. Yeah. There's a song he, about boys and there being a town and then yes. being back in it. Unless he's singing that it's a song about girls wanting to party all the right, time. Right, 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 right. He was he was limited vocally, talented yeah. comedically, but limited vocally. Yeah, he I had think. some vocal yeah. limits. Yeah, yeah, limits. Yeah. 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 Anyway, well, that was a good opener. Oh, well, we did it. <laughs>
Now, <laughs> now everybody knows. And in case you're wondering, um, yeah. part of the reason that we're we're uh, the boys are back in the city, the guys are back in the city, is, yeah. is because we're doing week number two without Veronica. Week number two. I decided to not punish us this week and have the empty microphone standing over there. So as I yeah, set you. up today, because I'm in enough pain as it is, we're, I on, know. we're on like day eight or something. <sighs> this is of, a long of no time to not have her how, giggles. I don't know how we're how we're living. I don't know if you and I are even alive right now. We aren't. No. This is posthumous. Yeah, this will. We're playing. We are releasing this podcast world. posthumously. Yes, it's going to be huge now. Oh uh, yeah, huge. Because you know, artists get famous. when artists they Artists get so famous yeah. when they die. So this is going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. No, it's amazing that we're still functioning, and we do miss you so much. Please come home. Please, <laughs> please come, please. I know. Look, I know. You met someone else. Yeah. You want to work with them. They're better yeah. than we are. Yeah, yeah. We get it. But you know, we had, we had some good times. We, we had some we laughs. Had good times. It reminds me of those songs where it's always the guy pleading, like, please come home to me, baby. Yeah. Please. 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 Come you, know you. you know how much I love you. You know how much I love you. You know how much you mean to me. You know that we need you on this podcast yeah. to tell us what the tags are at the end or we'll yeah. be completely lost without That's you. That's right. And yeah. the guy's the, and the guy just keeps saying over and over again please. all the reasons that that he's he's begging and he's, you know, it's I love you so much so and sorry. you know how much I need you and all these things, except he doesn't take into account the fact that she's leaving is probably because she doesn't need you yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't want you anymore. You're she's, done. She's moved on. Yeah. It's sad, really. They're really sad songs. Yeah, yeah they are sad songs. She's like, not, the guy should be saying stuff like, Here's, here are seven, no, this is 17 ways I can become I can be superior. better. Yes, I can, I can improve. Yeah. I'll fix myself. Yes. I'm, I'm, I know I'm problematic. Baby, I'm going to learn calculus. <laughs> yeah, the ladies would love. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, sweetheart. Well, why did your you, marriage fail? Well, he didn't know. He didn't know calculus. His was, calculus, his calculus was, was terrible. He was okay at geometry. Yeah, but his algebra two was calculus, fine. But yeah. uh, you know, pre-calc, no good. Calculus yeah. was just a joke. Just a this guy joke. was a joke. <laughs> just a joke. Are we talking about ourselves? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'll work yeah. on my jump shot. Yeah. 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 I could. I'll be able to hit. I'll be able to hit a smooth three. Those are the things yeah. the ladies like nowadays. A silky, a silky smooth stroke. Just put into your Tinder and Bumble profile. Say I'm good at calculus. Good at calculus, and I got and a sweet jump shot. Sweet jump shot, and yeah. you are golden. You're golden. Golden. Yeah. Well. That was some good shenanigans to kick things off, and so we're going to, I think, I think we're going to jump in. Okay, you know what, this is in. our new thing. This is yeah. actually getting to Maybe. the point of it sooner. We try to. And then having more hygiene yeah. while we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. you want to know, I saw a funny person tweeted out a joke. It said, um, every, <laughs> it made me think of us, it said, every podcast at 45 minutes in. All right, well, let's get into it. <laughs> And I was like, that is so true. It's like you start the podcast, you're like, okay, today we're going to talk about corn on the cob or whatever. And you just talk and talk and talk and talk. It's like, well, we should probably, we should probably get into the subject. And you've already been going for a solid half hour. Yeah. Yeah. We can't be, we can't be like everyone else, Jacob. No, no, no. We can. We can? (laughs) We can. All right. Well, so long as it's top quality content. Top quality content. We'll be okay then. I think people, I think that maybe that's on the shows where... You know, you're tuning in, and it's uh, it's whatever, it's comedy, or it's about movies or music yeah. or whatever. We already have, we already have the uphill battle to climb as environmental podcasts that mm. people immediately think to themselves, boring, boring, snooze fest, snooze fest, or I don't want to be preached to. Exactly. Yeah. So when they when they kick off the show and they go, these guys are talking about Eddie Murphy, boys are back in town. These mm-hmm. guys are being silly and shaming against. Yeah. I think they're enticed, and then then they're hypnotized. Hypnotized. They're like this, and then we're teaching them. 
Yeah. And then they leave and they're like, oh, I don't know why, yeah. but I, I want to do Meatless Monday. Yeah. You know? Well, something's working. Something's working. Because the numbers are going up. The numbers are going up yeah. and the world is changing. The world is changing. We've oh, seen it. Oh, we're going to be posting about that, aren't yes, we? On the I, internet. Yeah. On the I, internet. I, I posted a little bit yesterday. Yeah, oh, I did. The I world did. is changing, folks. It's working. We were, we were first our favorite breakfast spot right here. They switched out all their plastic cups for the waters into these aluminum ones that they'll then wash yep. there. Uh-huh. And then that same day we went to the grocery store and all where you would see the styrofoam, styrofoam coolers above the coolers mm-hmm. were all biodegradable paper ones, yeah. coolers. And I was like, the world is totally changing. The world is changing. In the best possible yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. And we made, you, you made the joke that uh, people are going to get that and be like, whoa. It's not. It's totally ruined. It's, it's just filled with ice, and it's all wet. It's Why all wet. Am I, and it's like, we're like, yeah, but you threw away the styrofoam one too. You were gonna throw <laughs> that away too. Like, do yeah. not pretend for one second that you're like, I go to the Quick Trip around the corner and buy the styrofoam cooler, and I keep it every yeah. summer. Nice. No, you you buy it to use once. You buy it so you don't have to have a, a permanent cooler. Exactly. Yes. So Although, this is look, a our audience would reuse it. Yeah, so I think we're, so. we're preaching the our our audience would have reused the styrofoam absolutely for sure. But we're talking yeah. about most people. We're talking about most enough people. people that it's worth making a paper. Absolutely. Yeah. So I. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> but I, I'm 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 saying I think we're allowed to tangent because we've never really gone past maybe ten. 10 minutes on average yeah. is what our tangents usually yeah. are, which but is what know, it is right now. I think what we kind of discovered last week and the week before was that mm-hmm. we do tangents in the middle anyway. So yeah. like, we keep that top quality content going. Always. So we can almost, you know, we have to do an introduction. We can't just start. I can't. Without talking about Eddie, Eddie Murphy. I exactly. mean, what kind of show does what that? What kind of show does that? It's yeah. good. Mm. It's good. But today. That sounded tasty. For those people who are really into good. the, the, what is it, the BDSMR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BDSMR. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep. No, that's good. That's the kind I. Uh, that's the kind I listen to. It's kind I listen to a lot of a lot of snaps and pops and whips. Really, up, really up close. Yeah, they would have loved that sound though. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that sounded yeah. delicious. It was, it was delicious. It really did. It was a yeah, delicious a cup, sip of of coffee. Coffee. Whatever, cup of coffee. Whatever, whatever he's got in that coffee is clearly mm, delicious. It is very good. Yeah. But today. My friend, mm-hmm. this is a subject that I I think that when I saw it, I was like, Noel's gonna think this is cool. Yeah, it's gonna think it's cool. Okay. Yeah, all right. Airships. Oh yes. Just because I think you've got like an aeronautic, you got some I'm, aeronautic DNA in you. I'm immediately transported to Indiana Jones and yeah. the Last Crusade. Yes, when absolutely. he's up there with his dad and they're yelling at each other in yes. that beautiful big open cabin yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, you know. Yeah. For yeah. those of you who, when I say airship, it doesn't com- completely co- connect. But yeah, think about blimps, think about zeppelins, think about the big flying blimps in the sky of days of old, yeah. olden technology. This yeah. isn't new. This is old. We're hearkening back on this episode because they are kind of having a, a renaissance, a comeback. Yes. And there's people investing in them. And they're doing that because aviation is tricky. Yeah. It took us a long time well, to get up in the air and then you're telling people now you got to use batteries. They're like, "Uh, that's going to be a problem." What? Big yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Well, do, I mean, look, you got to think this is the way people thought it was going to go mm-hmm. at the turn of the last century. They, yeah. they thought, "Oh, this is how this is this is the future. This is how it's going to going to go." If you wonder why um, all of those old towering buildings in New York have spires, it's so that a blimp could fly right up to it. And really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was for the blimps. For the blimps, because they thought they thought this, this is the, the future. future. They thought this was going to happen, and it was and it was the future until the Hindenburg disaster. Hindenburg, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, one hydrogen balloon catches fire. <laughs> Everybody's like, mm, not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the history and kind of how we got there and how we got off of it, which, I mean, we, we've summed it up for you right there, but why specifically people were like that. And those, for those who don't know, th- yeah. this disaster, and most of you do because we have a very educated audience. We do. But basically, you know, there was a, there was a f- incident involving fire mm-hmm. on an airship. Um, it was filled with hydrogen. Hydrogen is very reactive. It uh, it ignites quickly, and uh, you put any pressure on it, it explodes. Yep. And uh, so when you're, you know, thousands of feet up in the sky in a comfortable balloon, and suddenly yeah. the, the hydrogen starts igniting, it's it's terrifying. It's and then everybody died. And everybody died. So, yeah, to give you a little history in before world, we dig into this. Not just the... Everybody, everybody the everybody whole world. The explosion. We, all, we, we hit the reset button. <laughs> hey, the you're, all, you're all new. No, um, no, they're just in, in the... In the in the airship, yeah. obviously. F- the first recorded airship to have successfully flown was built by Frenchman Henri Giffard. Henri Giffard. Uh, Henri, I think, yes. Yeah, Henri, Henri. Henri Giffard. Uh, Giffard combined a steam engine with a propeller and a huge sack of hydrogen and lifted off into the skies above Paris in 1852. Huge Sack of Hydrogen was going to be the first album name for Led Zeppelin. Yes, it was. They yeah. were like, we should, and then they were like, I feel like we're going too heavy on this whole Zeppelin yes, thing. Yes, they yeah, did. But Huge Sack so of Hydrogen. So they went a different direction. They, went to, they just decided to call it Led Zeppelin 1. 1. Yeah. Um, a little over 50 years later, an evolved version of Gifford's craft became the center of the world's first commercial airline created by the Zeppelin Corporation. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Zeppelins, as the airships were named, were used to ferry passengers around the globe until, this is the date, 1937, when the hydrogen-powered Hindenburg airship, which had previously made 36 successful transatlantic crossings. Hey, it is worth mentioning. 36 it, out of 37 ain't bad. Ain't bad, <laughs> right? The 37th. Uh, Was it in, too soon to make yeah, a joke like too, that? It's too soon. Yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some Hindenburgies yeah. uh, listening. A uh, couple Hindenburgers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Am I canceled? I think we just got canceled. I mean, it's a good joke. Thanks. It's a good joke. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Come for me. <laughs> Come for me. I'll laugh all day, every day at that. It's funny. Because oh. um, you know what? Uh, comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it remember. kind of is. I don't remember who said it. That's but, very but, clever. But tragedy plus time equals comedy. Because so, you have to laugh. You have to laugh. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it burst into flames while landing in New Jersey with public trust and airships torched. Ooh. Use of words there. That's brutal. Uh, fixed wing airplanes moved in to take commercial flight to uh, to fly. So, do you ever wonder if the fixed wing plane industry sabotaged? It's possible. Hindenburg. It's possible. And and they, do you know how big? I'm sorry. No, you, no. You, that, like big and beautiful those cabins were. I mean, if you want Indiana Jones, is literally that's it. Yeah, that's what it was. And the new ones, I've seen pictures. Yeah, they are. The idea that you could be in a living room in the sky with couches where you hang out and lounge, and there's well, they transport food, you. and you get and you it, like you looking out windows, and you're not locked into a seat. Mm-hmm. You could have like a whole entertainment section. Yeah. Now they, they take longer. Yeah. They take they, longer. That's what they talked about. Yeah. But you're comfortable. Exactly. Because that's, you don't need as much energy to put it up in the sky. Yeah. You're just using something that's lighter than air. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that that's... So as we get I'm into sorry, this... No, 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 no. I, I think that that's what I wanted to talk about, which yeah. is the appeal is there. They have some hiccups that are yeah. going to hold them back. Sure. And, and, and you know some of those, and 
we're going to dig into them. But uh, what I loved about this, um, starting this article, is it says, for most holidaymakers, the airplane mode, airplane mode, setting on our phones is an apt metaphor for the current experience of air travel. When we check in, mm-hmm. we switch off, we and do. we come back to life once we're on the tarmac. Yes. That's like how you travel now. Yeah. You're like, eh, right, well, I can't do much mm-hmm. while I'm in the air. I'm right? taking five hours off right. to go to New York. Exactly. Yep. But this would change how we do things, just like you talked about yeah. being in this kind of living room in the sky. Um, so with eco-friendly jetliners decades away, that's because the batteries and the ways of powering a plane, they just, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's very, very heavy to put a lot of batteries in a plane. And the hydrogen cell uh, storage systems are also very bulky, also very large. So they don't know how to do those. And also they don't hold enough of a charge to be able to go a distance. We've talked so about it before. I'll bring it up again. The yeah. issues with, with electrified airplane travel is energy density. Yeah. So you could actually call kerosene or, or jet fuel mm-hmm. or diesel or gasoline or any combustible fuel a battery. Mm-hmm. You could. Mm-hmm. It's a battery. It is stored energy that yeah. requires ignition, requires fire, to be turned into energy. Right. And that's how you get the energy out of that battery, quote unquote. It's yeah. it's liquid energy is what that is. That's why they use it. It's very energy dense liquid fuel. Right, right. <laughs> and so you can use significantly less weight, less mass of fuel, of jet fuel than you could of batteries to get the same result. And one of the issues with flight is it's energy versus how much weight you're putting up in the sky. And exactly. like the, there's a formula there, and at some point it becomes impractical. Yeah. When they were doing the math, they were like, oh, this isn't going to balance out, right? right? This isn't going to work. And the funny thing about it is I think hybrid planes would work if they were up for it. Because once you're... They're working on it. Once you're up there, yeah. now the batteries make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so obviously, because like we talked about, the world is changing. The pressure is high on all these companies. There's a lot of pressure from the public and from the people. And this is a good thing. This is a good thing because it's forcing innovation. It's forcing change. Um, we do need to put the pressure on. Yeah. I, I think we need to be patient with the transitions. But I think that um, the, the general populace is going, hey, we got to do something because the commercial aviation industry is responsible for approximately 2.5% of global CO2 emissions. That's what it's responsible for. So that's more than double the amount of uh, what's produced in the UK annually. Well, that's that's almost as much as gardeners use with their with their blowers that are being <laughs> so true. That are being you know more than anything in Pasadena specifically. That's why we cannot allow gardeners <laughs> to blow leaves because it's more than two point five percent of global emissions. Don't get them started, folks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Carry on. No, no, this is an increasingly eco-conscious See, world. See, because Karen decided she didn't want to hear, <laughs> she didn't want to hear the blowers, no. and so she went out and made a stink, and then made a made an argument that had no that made no sense whatsoever. And now you can't have leaf blowers. And now these poor people can't have leaf blowers. They're trying to basically do their job. they're basically seven forty sevens flying around your neighborhood, Noel. She's just Karen's just trying to fix the air. Yeah. So the pressure has culminated in major airlines like Air Canada, EasyJet, United Airlines. They're all investing a ton of money in what we see as the golden goose of future air travel electric aircrafts. But this is going to be a long journey, and that's what's going on, which is like they're, they can invest in it. Look, but I, could, I this want could be them, 20, 30 years from I now. want them to invest in it because in yeah. order for them to pull it off, they have to make the battery better. They yes. have to find better materials. Exactly. They, have to, they have to make them better. And if they yeah. make batteries better, then that helps everybody. Right. The right. more, the, like the less batteries we need to get the same amount of energy stored, 
the better chance we have of making this crazy decision that we've done about to, it. to switch all yeah. over to different energy sources. Yeah, because we, yeah. we don't have to mine as much and recycling and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And um, take as much land. Yeah, yeah. In 2020, the largest all-electric airplane, the 14-seater name propeller plane, undertook a successful test flight. So in 2020, 14 seats, so doesn't didn't hold a lot of people, but it worked. They made it happen. So it's being tested. Um, so we talked about airships right there. So mm-hmm. we've got we've got some billionaires investing, like Sergey uh, Brin, Sergey. Oh yeah, Sergey Sergei Brin. Yeah. yeah, Sergey Brin, and Flying Whales, which is out of the French government. Um, the leading the charge is UK's hybrid air vehicles HAV and its flagship Airlander 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says while the aviation industry, uh, this is a float from the guy who created uh, HAV. While the aviation industry focuses on tri- trying to decarbonize its smallest aircrafts, what we have is a product that will come into the market capable of carrying a hundred people to their destinations with seventy-five percent less emissions than a conventional flight. Explains Tom Grundy, CEO of HAV. Mm-hmm. So that's all well and good, right? We're like, oh well, this is great. We got it. It's just it just requires patience you just it's going to take a lot longer to get there and we should all do this immediately no still a big hurdle still a hurdle Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you what it is Mm -hmm. um it is helium yeah it's not it's not as good as hydrogen yeah it's not as good as hydrogen it's a lot heavier and we only have i have it uh i have it highlighted here it's a finite resource yeah so it says, while airships tend to burn much less kerosene than planes, almost all are filled with helium, which I like this idea that if there's a small leak of helium in the blimp, that everybody will be like, what time do we get to uh, Switzerland again? <laughs> oh, what sounds funny. What is your voice sounds so funny? Somebody check the helium. I think the helium Are we about to die? <laughs> oh, my God, we're going to die very slowly. So it just means that everybody's going to have these really high-pitched chip, chipmunk yeah. voices. Um so almost all are filled with helium, a finite resource that is already coveted by the medical and tech industry to yeah. produce things like MRI scanners and fiber optic cables. I don't think they should use helium. Yeah. So and that carry on. This is a good. No, I think you're right. So not only is it rare, but helium can only be found beneath the Earth's surface, mixed with natural gas, meaning drilling is required to reach it. Currently, it is sourced as a profitable byproduct in natural gas production, a and fossil fuel industry. Because of slack off regulations and the fact that people don't want to do more work than they have to, the drilling is invariably going to cause more environmental damage than, yes. yeah. Yes. than yes. the saving we would get from the yeah. balloons. So, so they came forward right. and they said, so here's, here's, so this was like one of these articles that I was like, this is how I read it. I was like this. I was like, ah, so it says they do say, Although helium is invariably a core component in airship travel, currently, mm-hmm. companies like HAV are quick to note that the helium in their crafts can be continually reused mm-hmm. with only around 15% needing to be replenished annually following initial inflation. So that was a, it was like, okay, so it, it doesn't deplete as much. They can reuse a lot of the same amount of it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right that it shouldn't be helium. No, I don't think no, so. No. I, I, I know that we're all very terrified of of hydrogen. what happened with mm-hmm. hydrogen, but mm-hmm. I think hydrogen is still the answer. Yes. I do. I, I think so too. I, I think hydrogen's still the answer because you it's it's so much lighter. It goes up so much faster and you can put a way bigger, way more comfortable uh, cabin below it. Yeah. And and I think that if you what you have to do is look at okay, this is what happened and this is how how this accident happened with the Hindenburg. And then you defend against that. You put you 
you put something in some more retardant to stop that from occurring in the first place, and then you have a backup. So, yeah. like, if something lights and you see, oh, God, it's going, the cabin should be able to detach, fall, and have parachutes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah we have... We Ballistic have, parachutes. It'll, it'll, then it floats down to the ground and nobody gets hurt. Yeah, we have probably way more detection methods... Given AI, ah, I, <laughs> AI, we probably have uh, the ability to see things coming a lot faster and more efficiently yep. with the technology that exists now. So, if you were to use this resource that was once con- considered to be so volatile, we have so many ways of being able to be like, um, this isn't looking good. Well, we're happy to put them in cars now. We're talking about these hydrogen vehicles. Right, we're right. talking. I mean, like we're happy to use it everywhere. Right. So suddenly, hydrogen's this green, wonderful, fantastic thing that we can use in our lives everywhere we go. But it's dangerous in this in this yeah. one instance. Yeah. Like how? Like why can we make it safe in a car, but we can't make it safe in a blimp? I know that's, that's a stupid. tricky thing. It's, yeah, stupid. Do you? By the way, I only know. Um, I know all of my television. I mean, I know all my news and information and history from watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like basically everything I know is just from like Police Academy films and sure. Eddie Murphy movies. Yeah. But I was gonna say I don't even really know if if there was a. We know this is why the Hindenburg exploded. But there was a TV show a couple years ago called Timeless, mm-hmm. and they did this whole thing about the Hindenburg. And they were saying in the show that it was because of the grounding of the, the, the storms and the whatever. And that's why the fire caught because it was electrical, but it wasn't grounded. And it had to do with like the connection to the wow. earth or whatever. Yeah. And that was in the show. Probably. I actually don't no know. idea if I, they just were like making leaps or if it's one of those things that because it was in 1937, they're like... We have a guess as to what it could have been, but I'm it was, sure they know. You think so? Somebody lost a lot of money, and they would want to know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was an interesting I'm episode because sure it was about it was about like grounding to the earth, and I would I would imagine that when I see these things now, when I see these pictures of these airlanders, I just feel like even if you've got it loaded with hydrogen. Mm-hmm. There would just be so many other ways, whether it's the way it's dispersed through the craft, that if you were to start to have one issue, there would be mm-hmm. so many fail safes in place. And like your idea about this, yeah. this, you know, it detaches and we all land safely. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think there's, I think they would, there's a thousand ways you could actually plan for it mm-hmm. and make it safe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I do. I think that, it, that, I think it would be, frankly, you could make it as safe as current air travel yeah, without, without being too crazy. Yeah. And it would be a much better, you, there's, it's way more abundant. You can make it fairly easily. It's, it's just a way better option. Yeah. They actually, uh, so on the, on the helium thing, it says, however, dozens of companies have already begun the hunt for so-called green helium. Mm. These are gas deposits where helium is naturally mixed with nitrogen, make, uh, meaning no carbon is released into the atmosphere when collecting it. So it says this could prov- provide a solution to the planet's helium needs in the long term, but so far no such deposits have been successfully tapped. So that's just like a theory. We think we yeah. can get it, but we haven't figured out how to do it yet. Yeah. It's something. Hey, you know what? They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Invest their money. I just, I think you're better off to start a PR, camp- a PR campaign for hydrogen. Yeah. Where you just, I think that would be a much smarter move than we, trying to go look for green can helium. We get spo- can we get the Biofriendly Podcast sponsored by hydrogen? Yeah, baby. It's like how back in the 80s and 90s they had like Got Milk, and you're yeah. like, wow, milk has its own commercial. Wow. But like hydrogen, yeah. I feel like this, today's episode is brought, by, brought to you by hydrogen. Way less boomy than they used to be. So, <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah you know, like way, we, way, way less boomy in your balloony. <laughs> way less boomy in, in your, your balloony. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So 
the current helium reserves are said to last at least 50 years. So oh, we, that's plenty of time. Right. That is the classic. 50 years. That's only about as oh, long as the, this history we have that's, left. That's, that's just about that. as much lifespan as Nolan and I have left. No problem. We'll be okay. And after that, we'll have figured something else out. No yeah. big deal. Who yeah. needed helium anyway for yeah. anything else that we did everywhere all over the planet? In the medical industry. Like in the medical freaking industry. Yeah. It does say, by the way, helium... Um, its price increases like crazy. So mm-hmm. from between 2011 and 2016, its price increased by 250%. And in 2020, it was up 67 times more expensive than hydrogen. So I every mean, that wants an air balloon. Yeah, totally. Oh, sorry. Veronica, no, no, no. Oh, she's not Veronica, here. Veronica, okay. Oh, oh the pain. <laughs> they, they actually don't think that the... the it, they don't think that the implementation of this is going to be as hard as it is to convince people to get places slower. They think that the hardest battle is taking today's world that's like, hey, I got, a, I got a jet set. I got to get to Cleveland by four and I got to get there fast. That They're just like the entire world's mindset is so fast. It's so fast that you're going to have to convince people to just change how you do things. Yeah. And that it, it is okay that if you're leaving for this trip to get somewhere, you're going to get there tomorrow. But you're going to lounge the whole time anyway. And you'll have internet access. You have internet. Bit, yeah. You can watch TV if you want. It's yeah. just like taking a living room into the sky for a day. Yeah. You know, but the... Well, with like the Earthlink satellites and all the rest of it, yeah. I mean, we're not too far from being able to have internet no matter where you are all anywhere. the time. And that's... Yeah. All people do is sit around anyway. Yeah. That's all think about, they Think do. about humans. We suck. Yeah. <laughs> we're great. We're the best, though. We're awesome. And well, when we have was, minutes to sit still... You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 nice, but it's we're, it's we're awesome. <laughs> but it's something that I think I'd like to try it because um, I'd like to try an airship. I'm kind of fond of trains. Um, I'm a little crazy Same about thing. trains. Yeah. Same thing. You can get a nice cabin. Yes. Little, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do one of those, uh, you know, cross country trips via train mm-hmm. where you really take your time and you look at the countryside and you have a little cabin in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they weren't as expensive as they are. I've yeah. looked into it. They're pricey and it's because nobody does it. So how else are they going to keep this thing going unless they charge a premium? Right. Right. But it, it, trains are something that have always drawn me in this idea of really taking your time as you get somewhere. Because a, a plane ride, it's fast, it's efficient, but you're sitting in a tube, you got a tiny little window to look out, you're, you're trying to watch a movie or something like that. It's not like there's much to do on that. And I just think yeah. that we could get there if we convince people to go, hey, just change the way you get places. Yeah, They're, they have a point though. It's more likely that the the whole supersonic getting up and like up into space mm-hmm. and then coming uh, going at thirty thousand miles an hour up there and then coming down and getting to the place in forty five minutes. People like to go fast. That's probably, probably yeah. more likely to succeed than yeah, yeah. But uh, I do. I long. I I, I long for this. I, it, it would be it would be nice. It would be a relaxing, fun way to go. Like going on a train, but a probably equally like the amount of popularity is going to be similar. Yeah, so it's going to be expensive. It's going to be expensive, and only people who are like retired and don't have anything to do and want to just relax are going right, to do it. Right. Like if you're if you're taking your Christmas vacation, you're like, I only get I only get Christmas. <laughs> I only yeah. get the five days off during Christmas, so I can't take a day and a half to get there and a day and a half to get back because then I lose my entire vacation. So that's also a, a challenge. Yeah. But they they have 
One of the benefits of them also is they can carry a lot of weight, a lot more. It says, this is at least one company, Flying Whales. Yeah. It says, uh, carrying at least two crew members, the airships will be able to transport 60 tons of cargo around the same as two or three freight trucks. Schleck says, the Flying Whales are designed to carry heavy, bulky items such as blades for wind turbines, logs collected from steep mountainsides, or construction materials being delivered to remote, isolated locations. Airships could also deliver food or aid to natural disasters when railways or roads might be inaccessible. Because up until this point, helicopters, which are the go-to transport for remote cargo deliveries. Very little. Very little stuff that you can take. Yeah. You'd have to take a lot of trips to get stuff out there, right? Yeah, they suck for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it says, Flying Whales claims its airships will produce less than 10% of the carbon emissions. Now we're talking. Okay. You're talking about because being able to move a lot. you're talking about freight, like if people don't need it tomorrow... Yeah. Right, but you're just talking about a, like a company that's that wants to move a Stuff. bunch of a bunch of something yar and thar. Yeah, you can take a lot of trucks off the road. Yeah, yeah, like that's true. A, and then you're not then use again use hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Right, have yeah. it, have yeah. it, have, just have the detachment system work for the pilots. The pilots let the cargo burn yeah. in the unlikely event that it yeah. goes. Yeah, like that. This is. This is a business. Yeah, it is. This is a practical business because you can also land an airplane, like a, a one of these floating blimps almost anywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's you true. Can, like you can, that's way, like with an airplane, you need an airstrip. Yeah. That's a way more practical. You can freaking drop it in UPS's backyard. Yeah. And I think that this is where, again, we are so used to, mm-hmm. I find the thing I want on Amazon. Yeah. And I need it here tomorrow. I yeah. need it here this afternoon. And if we can start not thinking like that anymore. Yeah. I, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I just took advantage of it recently, as in it was Mother's Day. I needed to get something to my mom. I was looking at boutique websites, and I was looking for something. And oftentimes when you're looking at these small places, mm. it's like 14 days. 14 to, days. To get, your, to get to your mom. Yeah. And so you go, well, oh, I can't wait that long. Right. And that's on me because I waited until three days before Mother's Day. Yeah. So then I end up clicking the box that makes it go fast. And so if we're transporting goods, if we're transporting things, needs to other places in the world, and it's freight in the sky, and it's, you know, this isn't all shopping, obviously, but it's like, or a lot of the things that are on the road mm-hmm. and people just can relax and yeah. be like, it's okay. It's coming when it's coming. But even if people don't relax, yeah. still works. Still because, works. Because what happens is oh, you have a lot of, like the company that's making the, whatever it is that you made, that you got for your mom uh-huh. or that's, that's creating the, the goalposts or the basketballs or the, whatever it is, or the donuts or yeah. whatever that they're making. <laughs> donuts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that that's company right. is, is, they're gonna make it in their factory, right? right. And then they're gonna they're gonna ship it out and deal with with shipping it. So maybe the the final product that's going to the consumer, maybe that's got to be organized differently and has to have its you know more high speed yar and thar. Mm-hmm. But all like they talked about wood, right? Mm-hmm. All of those logs of wood, like instead of throwing them on the back of a truck, yeah. but putting them on an airship and getting it off the road and taking more of it in the sky exactly where you want it to go, like you could remove. You could remove a ton of carbon emissions this way. I mean, a massive, a massive amount of carbon emissions. And you could make the roads more open because you'd have less trucks on them. Because a lot of, the, a lot of that is long hauling. You know, this, this particular company needs 6,000 pounds of aluminum. 
so you got to truck it. Yeah. Well, no. You can let's, airlift let's, it. Let's airlift it. And they, if you, if, because they don't necessarily, they can plan ahead. Yeah. They can, they have their regular, they know they make this much in a month. So they're going to order this much by, by air balloon and keep bringing it in and it comes reliably. Yeah. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a big win for me. This is a big win. <laughs> this is a good idea. It is. It is. I, uh, this is. This would help the environment significantly. S- significantly. Not quite as much as banning the leaf blowers. Agreed. Agreed. Which obviously and is the number one, one problem that, is an, that we're dealing with the environment. In a lot of ways, we will not rest. We will not rest. Until every leaf blower is taken off the streets. You know what? And let's kill everyone who ever used one. Agreed. Yeah. Because they're monsters. Because they're monsters. And they are basically mm-hmm. poisoning poisoning everyone in this town. Exactly. You know, and I, get, I know. I get it. That's why you went to City Hall I and you stood there City with Hall. Karen. Oh, God. Sorry. I uh, should have sat there with Karen and had this argument and been I like, know. you know, you just don't like the noise. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> crusty, underdeveloped nut truck. I said that because I was trying to do see you next Tuesday, but like with uh, different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see what yeah. you. I see what you did there. But but it's uh it's yeah, and I, I want to say apologies to the Karens of the world that aren't actually Karens. I know it's just. Oh, a, I, I it's, actually it's know something. some Karens, in the, and they're all I, quite lovely. I know all like the Karens, Karens I grew up. All yeah. the Karens I grew up with are very nice, wonderful women, and do not behave in a in a bad way whatsoever. And it's 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 unfortunate. It's just like Chad's. Yeah, Chad's also got the 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 you know the. What do you call that? Like the crap end of the stick. They did yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the di- like there's no more dicks in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They can't find the a chads. dick anywhere. There's just yeah. <laughs> those names that they just end up becoming a slang. Yeah, and you go, oh, yeah. sorry, Chad. Yeah, and all the Johns changed their name to Jack. They did. They yeah. did. But uh, John's making a comeback. Yeah, it's a comeback. Yeah, so right. there's a John Renaissance. There's a Jonassance. <laughs> yeah, Jonassance. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But then, I mean, so there's not much there. I, I kind of feel like I was so efficient with my data this time. Like I had everything highlighted that I got to a lot of what was happening very quickly. I so think it was a very productive it was conversation, very productive. and I think there was even some fun in there. There was. Now there was. Again. It was. It was one of those shows that I was like, "This is out there." There are these airships. There's a problem with the helium. There's a problem with the hydrogen. They want to get it off the ground. But this is a way, this is, again, the innovation that we see all the time, which is we want to electrify planes. How do we do it? Well, somebody came in and said, it's don't. (laughs) Well, they said, it's going to take some time, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. What do we do in the meantime? Mm -hmm. And that is a big part of... Transition and technology is... This solution for freight is going to be better than electric airplanes. Yeah, probably. For the environment. I think you're right. I think you're right. They should do it. They should do it. It should be done. We should be sponsored by hydrogen. Hydrogen, sponsor us. We should have hydrogen freight lifts all over the... Like that, they should be all over the sky. They should have their own elevation area that they get to be in, and they should take all of the... the, As many loads as we can possibly fill them with. Yeah. Seriously, I think that the one thing that they're missing is so many of them are afraid of hydrogen. I think that they're all focusing on yeah because helium. they're thinking about people. Yeah, they're thinking about people, right? Like it would right. be very unfortunate to have it blow up and to lose the people. logs that you put in there if it was freight. Yeah. So long as you have an escape system for the crew. Yeah. It's cool. It is. You're cool. And by the way, defend against it, and it won't happen. We're talking about one airship. Yeah. Nobody stops the airplane industry because we lose a. Because a plane crashes. It's true. true. Our cars. The plane disasters that have happened over the years, more people have died in planes than in airships. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot. 
By a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And we only say this because Veronica already left on her plane because we didn't want to tell her that information before she went on her first yeah, plane. Well, okay, it's still, it's still very <laughs> for, low. For those people who are concerned about air flight, it is, it is, is the safest way to travel. It, it, is, it is, is statistically the statistically, safest way to travel. It is the safest By way far. Way. By yeah. far, your plane's not going to crash. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Just like the next airship's not going to crash either. Right. It'll be fine. And you fill it with freight. Just make it a freight solution. This is so good. Yeah. It's just like trucks, cars, anything. It's in an accident. Something goes wrong. But we continue to go about our date. Things go wrong. They go wrong. It mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. But I, I truly believe in the ability to detect and understand when something doesn't look right in a system. Yeah. And, and checking and going, okay, mayday we need to shut this down or we need to disattach from it. Yeah. And then, okay, we lost 20% of whatever the cargo was yeah. because of an accident. Look, it's, it would suck, It'll happen, but, but it happens. It's not people. Trucks crash on the side of the road and the crap goes everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It is very, it's not going to happen yeah. often at all. Yeah. It's enough that if I was a billionaire, I'd probably do it. It's yeah. that good of an idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's that good of an you idea. You have a billion. You were just telling me the other day. You were like, I, I just. I know, but I'm making that giant duck pond. Oh. Oh, okay. My, well, that's a, ba- that's a far better investment. And I, wanna, I want them to have their own like pirate ship underwater yeah. that they can swim down to. Of course. And, of course. And they can like relax. Plus there's yeah, a Davy Jones quacker. Jacuzzi in there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Davy yeah. Jones. You, yeah, I'm glad that you remember the name I, of it. I remember yeah, exactly what it's called. And then like a little, maybe like a card. Yeah. Like a little bar oh, that yeah. they can swim up to and play cards and, yeah. you know. I love some, it. Some, you know. It's, it's going to be. I want to put, I, that's going to be expensive. It's going to be a great use of your money. Thank you. And you, people have said for years, Noel, invest. I invest. Noel, um, you know, put your money, make it work for you. Yeah, and you said. Work for me. The working for me is this duck pond uh-huh. where the ducks are pirates. Yeah, duck pirates farm. Yeah. And gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Ducks, the ducks are gambling. The ducks or we're are gambling. gambling. Oh, ducks, yeah. Well, yeah, we can yeah. also gamble on the ducks uh, yeah, if we want. We can have duck races in there. And it's gonna be great. <laughs> this is perfect. But this I just, perfect. W- I just want, I just want that more yeah. than yeah. a clean environment. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I agree. In a lot of ways, it will give us a clean environment because I feel like the pirate ducks are gonna, you know, overtake and yeah, they'll pillage. They'll pillage yeah. and they'll they'll run the world I and then so. everything will be fine. And they just need some inspiration. Yeah, that's what need, this is about. They just needed somebody to guide them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and a slide. They yeah. get a, they have the slide course, also for them to, to go down, and spin around. Multiple slides. I'm going to spend a billion dollars on this. I know yeah. all of it, yeah. all of it. Uh-huh. You're going to spend every last penny. Every last penny I have. This and is then, the... and then at your eulogy, your children mm-hmm. will go. He had <laughs> billion <laughs> dollars, and we and have a duck, a duck pond that we need to. F- Find something to do with, and all these ducks—they killed each other. It's, it's an empty duck pond. They got so—they got so into being pirates. That's the worst idea. They destroyed each other. Yeah. So airships. I thought it was a cool subject. Yeah, that's that was a great a, subject. Yeah, it's a great you, subject. I, yeah. I, it did not occur to me what what came up today until the show. You, we all the the realization hit me on the show live. I love it. I, I just because you were like I'm, we were thinking about passengers, we were thinking about uh, Indiana Jones, we're thinking about living rooms in the sky. Yeah, but no, and then you're like hydrogen freight. freight. Yeah. Hydrogen freight. It's the best. Think about just think about your commute. Yeah. And how many times you've got trucks that are passing each other on the road and Too often. clogging everything up, and you can't get around them. You're like, what do we do with all these trucks? The traffic would be reduced so much massively. Yeah. 
Yeah. Massively. And giant stones that get kicked up and shatter your windshield. Which from happens the giant to me in particular to all the time. All the time. And that was, that's frustrating. It is very. So you get rid of, you get rid of all those problems yeah. and you get rid of the carbon emissions that the trucks create. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. It's a win-win. Gone. Yeah. You carry more stuff. Particularly, hydrogen's more efficient than helium. It's better. It is. It is. Hydrogen. I'm just saying. I don't know why we're screwing around. <laughs> I'm Bio still making Duck Pond, and then if I make another okay, billion. Okay, how about, how about this? How, I've got an idea. How about $995 million on the Duck Pond? Okay, okay. And then $5 million. Seed money. See, yeah, seed, like seed money, money to go get in, some investment yeah. to, to do this Deal? Thing. Yeah, well, we'll think about it. Let's see. Sleep on it. Let's see how it goes because yeah. we we need we need a pretty sick duck fund. <laughs> Agreed. And I don't I don't want to sell that. I don't want to sell that short, and that's important. Obviously, we all agree on that. Everyone in the audience agrees that that's important. We do. And then we'll and discuss then it. We'll, do that. Okay. we'll discuss it. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. After it's made. Deal. In the meantime, because the duck fund's happening, if somebody else who's a billionaire wants to jump in and start, um, the idea is free. Free. Take it. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Thank you for checking out the always informative, very always. helpful, well-educated, well-educated, uh, scientifically supported, mm. bio-friendly podcast. Mm. We are so thankful you've been listening to this show for 200 years, mm. and we look forward to 200 more. And if you haven't checked out mm. biofriendlyplanet.com, you need to go immediately and look at that sweet-looking, slick site. It looks awesome. Yeah, biofriendlyplanet. Biofriendlyplanet.com. Yep. That's, that's what oh, I said. Oh, you say biofriendly? Huh? You say biofriendly.com? I, say I don't biofriendly. listen very well. <laughs> no, it's I'm not why, a good and listener. why would you? <laughs> I say it every time. Why would you? <laughs> why would you? I would never expect you to listen. Uh, biofriendlyplanet.com. It, it looks amazing, and uh, we're having site enhancements coming all the time, and it just looks great. So I'm very proud of it, and I want you to check it out. Um, and. We have a lot of other exciting things coming, but we need you guys to continue to share the podcast and support and subscribe and tell everybody it's the greatest thing you've ever heard and mm-hmm. that there's a duck pond coming and Noel mm-hmm. is building it and you're team duck. Don't forget that part, audience. You are team duck. <laughs> Hashtag team duck. Team duck. Um, so with that being said, we will say we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Making duck quality content since 1823. Science without shaming... Green without the groaning. Uh, Inspiring fear and love. This show is about patience. Careful. You'll catch feelings. And then there's the one that I'm supposed to remember. That I don't remember every week. And and I can't. Without Veronica, I'm worthless. What did I say before the show began? This is killing me. How do we get her back? I said, we're going to get her back. We're going to win her back, baby. Baby. Please come home. Please come home. You don't know what you mean to me. (laughs) I said to him before the show, I said, do you want me to go two episodes back and listen to the tags and I'll figure out what it is? And he goes, no, no, no. No, we're just going to lean into this even harder in the yeah. fact that we cannot do the this. The audience needs to know how they important Veronica is. They need to Veronica. know that we Veronica literally... To, girl. Girl. <laughs> don't you know? I wish I had a boy band with like all the people in the background. Yeah. Ooh. Snap. Ooh. Girl. Can't you see what you're doing to me when you leave like this? Baby, please come home. Baby. I want you so bad. You mean the world to me. Just come back and tell me the tags on my podcast, girl. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't know the tags without you. I can't stand going through a day without hearing the giggle. I need the giggle. I need the giggle. So the smile keeps me moving. We're just gonna we're gonna end the show on these these outros because yeah. there's no Veronica to cut to. So there's no Veronica to cut to without your outro. There's nothing. I mean nothing, girl. I'm a wordless piece of junk. 
I'm a gigantic pile of useless garbage that makes no difference to the earth without you. So take me back. <laughs> like, that's what it's like, right? It's like they go, they go on and on about... <laughs> yeah, right, about, about how, like, there, it's just, you are everything to me, that's and it. I am nothing without that's you. It. And it's like, well, then why does she need you? Yeah, you're nothing. She doesn't need you. They're calling to tell us we got to get up They're there. like, would you stop trying would to be boys to me? You're not boys to me. You're done. You're done. That's it. Bye. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.